I saw two people there. <laughs> oh, I know, but y'all. Yeah, I've been in Texas for 10 years, so that kind of awesome. inhabited quickly. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, my sister moved there a bunch of years ago, and she got a bunch of y'all. She got a little twang. Do you have twang, too? Will we hear some of that? Um, I don't think so. Huh. Uh, nice I'm to meet you. I'm from the Midwest. It's kind of nice to meet you. Yeah. Can't believe it. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe I'm meeting you. I can't believe I'm going to meet you in person. I can't believe you're going to the games. Yeah, in like two weeks. Um, uh, are you, are you, do you normally get what you want in life, Abigail? Um, nowadays. Yeah, I say so. <laughs> um, like that was in a, like, like that was an acquired skill. Yeah. Yeah. To get what you want. You, you, you get that as you go. You, you learn how to do that. T tell me, tell me what's the, is, is there, is there some secrets you can reveal or is it, uh. Um, just knowing and believing in yourself. I mean, it sounds corny, but it's true. You but. said in, um, I, I was actually just looking at, uh, um, Barbell Spin, Brian Spin's uh, Instagram account. He's got a post and it says basically that you're a single-minded person. And I take that as meaning that you're really, you're focused. And I guess, I guess yeah. at the, at the center, that's discipline and structure. And you put that in place and you get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to do something, I'm like all in on it. I'm totally just, it's all television until I get there. So we have some sort and then I, we have, a, we have a crazy connection. We have our connections all jacked up. Yeah. It's, it's kind of. And your, in your, in your camera keeps going like this. Is your can is your phone on a trampoline? Ah, can't tell. There we go. Is that better? Maybe, I'll just not maybe, touch the table. Or maybe it's fine, but maybe it's your AirPods too. Is there a delay? Here, let me let me like check them out and put them back in. You're awesome. Thank you. Um. Well, let me try. Oh, okay. And it's our connection. It's our connection. It's not um. It's not your AirPods. It's our connection. Because when you took them out, it's still all jacked up. Are you far from the router? Is she on her phone? Is that why we lost her? Someone called? Someone texted? I can go upstairs. That would, I'm on an iPad. I can go upstairs. No. That would be cool. Could you do that? Awesome. Wonderful. Let's do it. Let's party. Upstairs. Okay. Close to the router. Thank you. The connection. There's just that. a crazy delay. There's a crazy delay. Who in here said it? Uh, barbell spin. Yes. Abigail, yeah. uh, Abigail donut. We will not call her Abigail donut. Now that we know her now she's Abigail Domit. is Domit. Is that how you pronounce it? Domit. Domit. Oh, so I was Domit. close. Let's see here. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's donut with an M. Yeah. Domit. Oh, I've been calling you Abigail donut. This should be better. Oh, this is much better. Not better? Yeah, sweet. How old are you? Okay. 25 until Wednesday. I'll be 26. Happy birthday. Thank you.
Oh, this delays. It's gonna be good. It's gonna. It's 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 my karma. So I'll stop interrupting people. Hey, um, tell me, tell me where where were you born, Abigail? I was born in Michigan. Um, I lived in the Midwest until I was before I turned sixteen, and then I've been in Texas ever since. Your your whole family picked up and cruised out to Texas. No, um, I was born in Michigan. I lived in Missouri for 10 years. Uh, we went to Illinois for a couple years, um, then came to Texas. Uh, my dad was living here, just spend more time with him. And yeah. You, so you were living with your mom and you moved out with your moved out of your mom's house and moved in with your dad in Texas? No, still kept living with my mom, but we came in moved in with my dad they they like you, you, got back together sort of are they still together they're like partners for life oh good <laughs> good and, yeah and, and, you, <laughs> and you've had a boyfriend forever too oh man well, we're not gonna we be able to do this hey in december 2021 and you've been with him forever, though. Yeah, we met in, um, like, August 2016. So it's been a while. Because he's all over you. Because he goes back in your Instagram pretty far. You said 2016? What was that? Oh, fuck me. This isn't going to work, is it? Yeah, this is tough. <laughs> Hang hey, on. Wh- have you where else where where have you done podcasts before? Where in your house have you done podcasts before? I've sat here, I've sat at the table downstairs, and it's always worked. No shit. Do I have to have Wi-Fi? Can I can I turn off Wi-Fi? Yeah, try. Yeah, maybe try turning off the Wi-Fi. Let's see what happens. I mean, it's on an iPad. I don't know if it would work. Does it have cell service, that iPad? One second. Okay. Have her leave and come back. You want to try logging out and coming back in? <laughs> Reset the router. List direct connection. Listen, settle down, fucking tech support. No, look at this Wolverine Ethernet cable. Who has an Ethernet cable? She's 25. She doesn't even know what an Ethernet cable is. She's all wireless. I know. <laughs> is that better? Uh, let's we'll, we'll take two. Okay, so you're you you moved you moved around a shitload. A little bit. So so you moved you uh are, is this on cellular now? I just turned off the Wi-Fi and turned it back on. Oh. We'll see. Okay. Hey, how did you get your um how did you meet the Wolverine people? How did you get how do you get a sponsor? Your first year and you already have a sponsor. So I met them so I've been with them for almost a year and a half. Not quite, but um it was after the fittest experience in twenty 2022. So I don't know. 
I mean, that was my first year going pro and at that competition, like there was a pro division and I met them. And I guess they saw that I was uh, getting better quickly and they were interested in me and I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And yeah, I love them. We've been doing it ever since. And the two individuals, and I saw you did a podcast with the CEO, the founder of the company, Alex. Yeah. And um, it's kind of crazy that they chose you. They only have two individual athletes at the games, right? I think, yeah, I, they have Alex and Colton. And then, I mean, Chelsea's in Masters. And they have a few, I think. I think Alex and Colton might be the only like individuals. Who's Alex? Oh, Kazan. Hey. Oh, Al oh, Alex Kazan's also Swolverine. Oh, I'd already forgotten. Hey, what we got to reschedule this? We can't do this to poor Abigail. What? 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 Can, uh, where? How can we do this better? If 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 I if I don't do this podcast with you right now, are you gone forever? Will we not get you again? Um, it's, it's just hard for the next couple of weeks right now is perfect, but I don't know. I mean, also the Wi-Fi at my house has been kind of shitty lately. So I don't know if it's, if it's that, where is your router? It's right here behind the couch. It is. Can you climb behind the couch? <laughs> hey, I'm, no, I'm just going to unplug it. <laughs> That's what we usually do. Just unplug it and plug it back in. Um, so it, it's kind of crazy that look, look at who they have. What a, what a trippy cast of characters. I gravitated to the same people that um, Swolverine did. You, Gazan, and yeah. Colton. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> weird. Yeah, you guys are kind of on the same wavelength here. Yeah, something that that's really weird. Uh, have you met Alex? We competed against each other at semifinals, um, but I mean, I think everybody was kind of in their own like, do what you got to do. At least I know I was. I was like, let's let's get through this weekend. So, how about Colton? But, Have you met Colton? Nope. And uh, and and so you go to semifinals, and do you believe when you go to semifinals? Do you actually think you're going to go to the games this year? Yes, absolutely. De this year, yes. Last year, I was a little bit more intimidated, wasn't sure. Uh, but this year, from start to finish, I was very confident. And what year did you find CrossFit? I started in 2020, like in the spring. And, and you're, you were a model, so you were a stick, right? Yeah, I, I've gained like... Like almost 30 pounds since I started in four years in three yeah, there's years even... and some change you said in oh, that, that podcast was, that was a few months in of CrossFit uh-huh and yeah because I saw some a few months in yeah and, and you you told Alex um, from Solverine you said in that podcast that basically in the first month you just put on 10 pounds like your body just settled into where it really wanted to be 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like the first, like, 10 pounds were very natural. Like, it was just, like, eating intuitively. And then after that, I was actually, like, trying to, like, okay, I'm going to add in more calories here and there. And then just started gaining weight pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you're, You're like a new person with 30 pounds on you. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every, everything was different. I got rid of all my clothes and yeah. What is your, um, what, what is, is, how about your fiance? He meets you and you go through this kind of this dramatic change. Well, I'm, dramatic, dramatic physical change. I'm guessing also that there's a mental change that goes, go, uh, went through it too. What's his perspective? What does he, how does he, how does he see your change? Uh, well, my husband, he's the one who signed me up for CrossFit in the first place. Um, and like, I mean, he was definitely the first person who really believed in me and was like, Hey, like you can do this. Like we were watching a documentary and we're watching, um, like Captain David's daughter do these events and win and all this. And we're just like, Oh wow. Okay. Like he's like, I could see you doing that. And then, yeah, he signed me up and. I was totally against that, uh, against it at first, though. I did not want to go. Um, he started a few months before me, and we would go together in the car, and I would just, like, take the car and go, like, thrift shopping, or I would sit in the car and read. And then eventually, he's like, hey, actually, I signed you up. It's a three-month deal. Like, do what you want with it. And I was like, oh, well, of course, now I have to go because I don't want to waste this. And then before we know it, took over my life but yeah that's crazy um, wh- why were you opposed to it at first you just didn't just didn't interest you or was there something about it that you found kind of a turnoff um i mean i didn't care to, at first i saw it as like just like the class thing i just didn't care to go participate in a class of people working out um because i've always worked out i was like oh, i'll just go run at home i'll just do some push-ups at home or whatever i need to do to stay fit and stay healthy and as much as i hate to admit it i also was against the whole like oh i don't want to get bulky type thing which totally went over my head after the first few months because then i'm like yeah like i want to get strong i want to do this for real what's um, how hard did you go in the beginning because there's this there's this line right that's like a girl might say hey I, or or even a guy might say hey I don't want to get bulky and the comeback line is is like hey yeah. don't worry about it you don't have the fucking work ethic to get bulky don't it's not even <laughs> don't worry about it you pussy but but you right you literally were are the you're kind of an outlier I mean that that 185 snatch complex you're doing that's ridiculous that you've only been doing crossfit for the little bit amount of time you are and that you're already moving that much weight and that perfectly and and then you also how much mass you put on i mean you you are pretty you're genetically not um like the rest of us right there's something about you like you got a weird dad or mom one of your Um, parents is like weird (laughs) they're they're both pretty weird um yeah, I I mean, that's the thing, because I feel like I was able to kind of gain, like, if I don't work out for many months, and then I randomly just start doing a bunch of like pushups every day, my arms will just like, become shredded, like super easily. And, you know, same like with my core or whatever, like, I'll just lean out quickly, or I'll 
gain some sort of muscle quickly. So, because I feel like I was never, even whenever I was like skinny, I wasn't like skinny, skinny. I was more kind of slim fit, I'd say. And that was actually something that was not really an issue, but it, it changed kind of some of the jobs that I would or wouldn't get when I was modeling because they were like, oh, like you're, you're a little bigger. You're, or you're more of a fit girl or you're a sporty girl. Um, but I was actually well, dude, like you trying said to be thin. You were trying to be thin. I was trying to be, yeah. Me too. Uh, um, I'm still trying to be thin. Uh, but it, but yeah. And then you did that modeling shoot where you couldn't get the boots over your calves. You couldn't zip the boots yeah. up over your calves, and, and you and that, <laughs> and you were skinny. Yeah, definitely. But especially but, when I but look genetically, at now, like, yeah, but genetically, still there were parts of you that just no matter how much you just ate lettuce and drank uh, tea, they, they weren't going away. Yeah, because I was never like soft. Like how some people are like skinny and they're like soft, where you can kind of grab them and squeeze them down. But then there's people who are thin, but they're still kind of like hard. They're not, you can't really compress them. Yeah. It was kind of like that. So hugging you is like hugging like a, like a stack of two by fours. Yes. Something turned hey, off. Can you what ethnicity? Yeah, you're great. Oh, better. What ethnicity are you? Um, I mean, I'm white. Um, I actually just took a DNA test recently, though, to find out, like, what parts of Europe we're from. And I, I think I'm, like, mostly French, but, like, right on the French and German border, but then also on the coast of France. And then, I mean, there's some Irish thrown in there. There's some... You're, you're not Icelandic. No. You, no. Interesting. A little were, bit of Finnish you... with that. Oh, Okay. And, and, um, and you weren't, you, you were, you, you weren't homecoming queen. No. <laughs> no. And, um, but you were barefoot. <laughs> I was barefoot. You're this for weird. Couple- you were barefoot for a couple years. For a couple years, yeah. Yeah, I, tell, I had a tell- total layer of extra feet. But, I had that too. Could you put a cigarette out on the bottom of your foot? Yeah. Did you used yeah, to do that? Did you smoke American spirits? And then when you were done, you'd put the cigarette out on your heel? Yeah, absolutely. And the skin You're not still- joking. Are you joking? Uh, only a little bit. Only a little. Yeah. So, so you were dirt toilet. Cause I didn't wear shoes for, I literally didn't wear shoes for two years also. And that, really? that sole that I built on the bottom of my foot, I could put cigarettes out on it. I'd, I even stepped on a thumbtack one time, and I, and I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I pulled yeah. a thumbtack out of the bottom of my foot. Yeah. Or tree branch, twigs. Yeah. yeah I mean, places you did have, like, whenever I would go to work, I had to wear shoes. Um, but, yeah, everywhere else, grocery stores, gas stations, school, you know. Yeah, it's, it, it's crazy. Sometimes I'd pull out like little chunks of glass out of there that I didn't like. I would look at the bottom of my foot and there'd be like a little piece of glass in there. I mean, regularly, like once yeah. or twice a month, just from just yeah. stuck in the sole. Yeah, crazy. Wow. I never met anyone else who had one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is 100% going to be Sevon's new favorite athlete. I mean, th- we're off to a good start, except for the connection. This is pretty good. The 
Wi-Fi connection. And and did your boyfriend know you when you were um a dirt twirler? Yeah, that was like around the time we met. <laughs> I, I feel like I went through many phases throughout our relationship and now I'm like I'm grown into this completely different person. But I mean I, I know I'm gonna go through another phase in the next four or five years anyways. But you're still oh, is that you? Can you oh, see yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Good find, okay. Caleb. Holy shit. I was in Arizona one time. Wow. A VW bus with a couple God Bless America um, uh, stickers. That seems uh, out of place. I like it. Wow. Yeah. Hey, um, was that your bus? No. No, I, I was on a vacation. We were, like, doing, like, Sedona and the uh, – um, Grand Canyon trip. Um, and through that, through that phase, that the dirt twirler um, phase, putting cigarettes out on the bottom of your feet. And was it American Spirits that you used to smoke? No, it was like whatever menthol. Oh. I don't know. Camel. <laughs> Did you ever roll your own? No. I wasn't no, very okay. good at that. Um. You've kept through that uh, a piece of you that you still you still uh, um, a simple a simple person. You want a simple life, right? I, I I got that vibe from you too. You're not a um, you're not looking to complicate your shit. No, I mean I just I just live for fulfillment, you know, just fun times and um, just see see what I can do and do it. Tell me about um, why you stopped wearing shoes. Do you remember the actual day when you were like, yep, I'm not wearing them anymore? Um, man, I, 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 just, I just thought so differently back then. I don't know. I mean, it was just very I, – I was just very angsty and just like mad at the world. And it was just kind of my way of rebellion, I guess. So <laughs> – Where's that? Oh, that's in uh, Chichen Itza in Mexico. Well, barefoot to Mexico. <laughs> that, that was actually with my husband when we first met. Did you meet there? No, no. We, we met at the restaurant that I worked at. Oh, at tell, tell you were a waitress? Yes. And, and was he a patron or was he also a waiter? No, he came in and um, just started talking to me. Um, but I, I ended up giving him like my Instagram handle and just told him to message me or whatever. And we ended up setting up a date, but I just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to date anyone. So we decided to do a, a three-way date but with me, my best friend and him. And so... That way there was like no pressure or whatever, no commitment. So the three of us went and we hung out all night and we ended, I ended up meeting his brother that day and we, we just, we just became really good friends for a while. And then we started dating and now we're married. Uh, and you were 17 years old. I had just turned 19. Oh, just turned 19. I did. My math is poor. And, um, how long were you friends? Um, but by friends, you mean he didn't smooch you for a while. 
your your lips didn't touch for a while. No, no. I mean, we would just hang out like for for several months, really. And then and then we just just I mean, I think it was really also like it got to a point where I just kind of didn't know what to do. Like I was kind of living with my parents and like he was a little bit older and I just thought I was like, okay, is this weird? And then I don't know. Eventually he came over and met my parents and then I was like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to date now. So just like that, just casual like that. I guess. <laughs> and and when, when did you fall in love with him? Um, I think on that trip that we took we, we to Chichen Itza. Huh? When you went to Chichen Itza, you fell in love. <laughs> yeah, when we were in Tulum. We were looking did, at the did you guys drive there? No, we flew. Just the two of you? Yes. Oh shit. All right. And then you went there and and, and that was a special trip. That was the beginning of the beginning. That, that's like when we really consider like our official start. And then, and then he, and then he, this guy must really know you well. He signed you up for CrossFit. That's a hell of a thing to sign someone up for. And, yeah. um, and so you get at it and how many classes do you take before you're like, all right, he, he, this dude actually, what's his name? Anton. Anton. When Anton's like, you're like, hmm, Anton actually has put me on a good path. Um, I mean, I, I really just kind of liked it from the start. Like, I don't know. I, I started and I was like, all right, this is okay. You know, I, I could, I could do it again and we'll, we'll go again. And then I don't know. It, it kind of just happened quickly. Like I just, I didn't take it super seriously at the start. Obviously um, I still kind of was interested in, you know, going out and doing my own thing and whatever. But um, I don't know. It just slowly, I just became a little bit more dedicated and started adding more goals and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I, as in the beginning, I wanted to compete. Like we, we did our first competition um, not too long after beginning. No, like, what do you mean not too long? Like months? Like, like a few months, yeah. See, that's crazy. Look at, uh, you're not even like, I mean, how long ago is that? That's three years ago. July, I mean, you completely yeah. transformed. I mean, you already look strong there, but you look strong like how like a 16-year-old girl or 17-year-old girl might look strong. Right, right. Like yeah. your legs still look like a little frail and shit. Like if someone kicked you, they could break. Yeah. I mean, even today, sometimes my coach tells me my legs look like that, but. <laughs> oh, good coach. So, yeah. so, you know, right. And have you, had you ever, and you'd been a gymnast for nine years? No, I did gymnastics for about three and a half years. Oh, sorry. Level nine gymnast. I, I went to level nine and then that was when I had stopped. And, and that took three years. You, so you accelerated very quickly in gymnastics also. Excelled. That's actually cheerleading. Um, that because I did I did cheer all throughout high school. And 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 how was that? You love gymnastics and you wanted to go to the Olympics. 
Yeah, but I, I was too old. I, I started and like a year after I had been doing it, I, I was talking to my coaches and he's just like, he's like, man, like, you know, you're, you're 12 years old. You need to already be going to nationals and winning, you know, he's like, let's talk about a, a college scholarship. But. And then you were out at that point you were out. Um, I mean, I kept going for a little bit longer. Um, cause I, I did it before I went did it and then right before I went to high school, we moved to Illinois. And then that was kind of the final draw because the closest gym I think was like over an hour away. And it was just I was just already feeling burnt out. Like I had so many growth spurts from previous injuries. Like I just had a totally different body that I was working with at that point. So you broke your back twice? Yes, I broke it the first time when I was 13. Um and then I broke the same bones again when I was 17. How did you break your back at 13? So the first time was at gymnastics. Um, I was on the high bar about to dismount. I was doing giants and then I was about to do a, just like a, a double back. And, and so when I let go, I went, I didn't go at a, uh, an angle. I kind of went straight up and I went one, two, and then my shins cracked down on the bar and then I came down on my neck and my body just kind of and then I laid on the floor did anyone see that yeah my coach was like um he was like hey he's like did you shave your leg today and I was just like no what are you talking like I was like in a state of shock like I thought I was paralyzed and he was like oh well, you just did and I looked down and it was just like blood and the skin was gone off my shins and so I thought that my neck was broken and that my shins were broken I didn't even think about my back at the time he thought he was being funny saying that to you yeah <laughs> yeah that's how they were <laughs> yeah that's what I picture too I picture a scorpion I picture you scorpions <laughs> do you know what a scorpion yeah. is like you yeah yeah I I I wish that there was a video of it, but at the same time, me too. Like, but. And, and so tell me what happens. So, so you're just fucking crumpled mess on the mat. And do you have to actually get up yourself? And, and... I don't, rem I think someone might've picked me up. I, I don't even know what happened. I mean, at, at some point we went to the hospital or the, the doctor or the hospital, someone, and then, we did x-rays and then that's when we found out they were like, okay, your neck is actually okay. But, um, the three bones in your lumbar did break and then your shins were just, um, there's just nerve damage. So I'm, there's just parts of my shins that I just will never feel again. And then the bones kind of just chipped a bit. But, did you get put in a wheelchair? No, they just wrapped them up really good. How about your back? I got one of those like molded uh, like turtle shell braces that you just wear everywhere and sleep in and all that. And oh yeah. shit, I would be scared to death if I was your parents. And then and then you rebroke that same uh, the, that same spot in your back at seventeen. Yes, but that time it was uh, stress fracture, so it was just from overtime. Like I felt like the first time we let it heal pretty good, but maybe I just. I wasn't doing enough to really strengthen that core area. And so in cheer, there's just a lot of tumbling on the hard surface. And so it just was a weak spot and kind of did the same thing.
So, so at, at 17, your back's, you're in excruciating pain. You go in for an MRI and they're like, Hey, your back's broken, dude. They're like, yeah, it's, or they asked if I had previous injuries to this. And then I, I told them and then they're like, okay, yeah, it's, um, it's fractured again. But any of that stuff haunts you uh, while you're doing CrossFit? No, I mean, I feel like I, everything's just so different now. Like my, my nutrition is different and like the way I like just the musculature in my body, it's just so much stronger in those areas. I just feel like it just, it would be so hard for that to happen now. I mean, I did have start having um, like disc issues in the beginning of CrossFit because I started, I would catch cleans like in a deep, deep in the hole where your back kind of hinges. And I just, I was just lifting with really bad form. And so I started having issues, um, but it just, it just wasn't related. It was, it was, um, the discs coming out. Do, but do now people, I'm like, I'm, do people think that you um um advanced quickly? Like the people around you who know you, your coaches, your gym members, yeah. your 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 husband. Yeah, um, yeah, they do. Uh, but that that's the thing. Like when whenever I was like um, not starting, but like let's say I'm like a year in or I'm two years in. And people would talk about certain competitions, like maybe they're like a smaller competition, a little bit more local or something. And they'd be like, oh yeah, you should do this one next year. But in my mind, I'm like, no, I'm going to the games next year. I'm not going to do that little competition, but I'm not going to say that to them. But that's just how I'm thinking. I'm like, but it's just very matter of fact. I'm like, no, no, like this is the trajectory that I'm on and this is how it's going to go. I wonder what makes you, what makes you, what made you think that you could go to the games? I mean, it really is a monumental task. Do you, do you know that or do you not yeah. know that? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know. I mean, definitely in the beginning, it, it seemed, it seemed very far fetched because I, I would see someone and let's say I'd see a girl snatched like, 155 and I'd be like wow like that looks so hard how am I ever gonna do that um but then once you kind of learn a thing or two about technique and you know you just put in more time then you can actually see the results and you're like oh I actually am getting stronger and I can do a a, a Fran unbroken or I, I you know it's just things that used to be super super hard are now like you can actually do that and it's it's crazy to see do you remember the first time in CrossFit that you went to, you know, sort of the pain cave where you're like, oh, shit, like shit was getting weird. Like you might throw up. Was that your first time experiencing that or did you experience that in gymnastics, too? Um, I don't think it. No, I, I feel like I, I just had experienced that before. Um, I also did a lot of like long distance running. Um. And so I would kind of get that feeling sometimes if I'm running or if I was at track practice or something like that. Um, also, I remember my brother, he's four years older than me. And whenever he, he did track um, for several years and he would always talk about how he's like, oh, well, if I didn't throw up at practice, then I didn't do it right. And that was something that kind of stuck with me. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what that would feel like. And then I went on and experienced that and I was like, okay, I guess that's how it feels. In what event would you do? Did you experience it in like a 400 or an 800 or? Um, no, 
I'm thinking, I'm thinking more like at CrossFit that I would actually experience that. You've thrown up doing CrossFit? So if it's like before a competition, like before the first event, I, it, it's pretty, um, like on the clock that I'm going to throw up. before. Oh God. I hope I get that on film. Fuck. I hope I get that on film. But, oh, but um, like at practice, yeah, like I'll start, it's usually like on the rower that I'll start really yakking it out, but. So, so, um, you're, you're, you have, you didn't go to, this is your first year at the games, right? Yes. And, um, and you've only been doing CrossFit for four years. Three. Three. Okay. So we're, uh, let's say, um, you're in, um, Madison and, um, you've done competitions. You know how it works. The warm, you'll be in the warm area and then they kind of move you to the corral. And then from the corral, you go out onto the floor. Yes. So where would I, where should I be posted up if I want to catch you? If I, um, when you're walking from the, the warm up area to the corral, will you just start like, I mean, I've seen some weird shit there. I I, I remember right. Fraser um, uh, uh, throwing up. I also remember people like Scott Panchake are funny as shit in there. And same with Josh Bridges. They start like a stand up routine. But what you're saying is, is you'll start like heaving. Is it, is it nerves coming up? Just your, yeah, like, like I think it's you start kind of, vibrating. Are you shaking? Um, I don't, I don't know. It, it, something just hits me. Like what happened at semifinals was like we corralled, and then they're like, "Okay, you guys, two minutes. Go to the bathroom, do what you need." And I walked into the bathroom, and there was just like that, like where, where a bathroom's very warm and it has that kind of that musk that just like set me off, and I was like, "Ooh, like I." Some it's it's whatever I just drank is coming back up, but God, I like it. Yeah, thank you. Vindicate. Sevon writes, uh, follow Abigail till she pukes. Yep, that's good. <laughs> hey, um, when you uh, when you start modeling, were you instantly comfortable around cameras? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it, because it, it's not a person. Like I at the time, I think I was more comfortable in front of a camera than I would have been around people. And oh. I'm like, oh, it's an object. So. Um, where in Michigan were you born? Battle Creek. Is that, is it, is that podunk? Podunk? Like, is like that small? Sm like, like tiny? Uh, yeah. It's small. I mean, yeah, it, it's like the cereal bowl of America. That's where Kellogg's was founded oh okay so you have stoplights and shit oh yeah you I got a building so. yeah you got a building how about how about um how about where you live now w what city do you live in now san antonio oh okay oh that's kind of that's kind of like almost a big town god real estate is so cheap in san antonio yeah you think that's, that's home for you you think that's home for you now um seems like it i mean i'm i'm open to whatever but yeah it's it's kind of been home for a bit what about your husband is he is he open to, to cruising or is he pretty is he situated rooted in there pretty good um he, he's open to it Just whatever whatever makes sense you still have a little bit of vagabond in you look oh yeah yeah, every, sometimes I'll get an itch, but it's just like I'm just so focused on like what I have to do 
that it's like that, that was one of the things that was really hard I feel like when I first started CrossFit was the fact that you just you have to stay put you have to be in your routine and like you know have access to food and access to a, a bed that's comfortable and just like stuff like that um but then once I got into it now I'm like it's it's just, it's, it's definitely just encapsulated who I am but I know there can be sometimes in the off season where you can just kind of go wherever you end up. Fuck man. You're uh, uh, Anton is lucky. That's you are the dream. I got one of those too. My wife's like that too. She don't need shoes. Yeah. She don't need food. She, she don't need a place to really sleep. I like it. How you're like this CrossFit shit's weird. You need food and, a, and like, kind of like a place where you comfortable place to sleep. This shit's yeah. weird. God. I want, you'll probably, you'll probably, uh, and are your barefoot probably a shitload these days too again, right? Like, pfft. yeah, I like, it's good just for my recovery. It cools me off. You know, it feels good to just like feel the ground and like, you know, stretch them out. Yeah. Cool. You, you got any tie dye stuff? Mm, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. I don't know. It's, it's all, it's all workout clothes. <laughs> Um, uh, so you go to the gym, he signs you up and, uh, did you, are these moves all foreign to you? The clean, the snatch, uh, the deadlift, this kipping pull-up thing, these muscle-ups, are you just like, what is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would get disgusted by whenever people would say the word snatch. Cause I would just think of one of those hooks, like, um, the big hook that like in the scary movies would hook them. Oh and, like, yeah. Go, that's just immediately what I would think of. And then, like, the whole – the butterfly stuff. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it was all new, but it was cool. I was like, yeah, I, it, it's – if it's something to try, then it's like, okay, I'm down. But you had to learn those terms. Like, when they were, like, a clean, you had to be like, okay, what was that again? Okay, a squat clean. Okay, what's that? Okay, a hand clean. You had to, like – you didn't – completely foreign, right? New language or no? Yeah, but, I mean, it wasn't hard to pick up on. All right. For me, it was no reason to rub it in my face. And then, and then how about this, how about this muscle up thing? How long before you got a muscle up? Um, so a bar muscle up, I could do right away, but I was doing it wrong. My feet would go way above the bar, which, um, I found out that was actually not okay. That wouldn't count as a good rep, but at first that's how I would always do them. Cause nobody was really telling me anything. Um, and then a ring muscle up, I, I think it was like November or December that I got one. Um, I don't know. It just, it just clicked, but it was the same thing. My, my feet would fly way over the rings and then um, eventually I had to fix that and make it more of a, I, I like a power, power muscle up instead of a glide one. And, and, and you would see the boys doing uh, fooling around with the rings in the uh, gymnastic studio. No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, at gymnastics. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, so the gyms that I went to, it was always all female. One time for a very short period, there were some boys and I just remember they would do like the, the parallel bars, but I don't like, I don't even know how they practice. Cause I swear there wasn't rings there. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't know what they were doing, but and um and the 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 snatch 
how long did it take you before you were able to do a, a let's say a 95 pound snatch? Oh, I don't know. I mean, so like when I first, when we did our first competition, there was like a, a qualifier before, or I think it was like a separator event. And one of the events was three minutes to find or three minutes to do three snatches and three clean and jerks. Uh, the heaviest way you can do, they don't have to be touch and go. You can drop. Um, and I did those at one fifteen, but they were like horrendous form muscle snatch. So the first time I did like a nine, a 95 bar, I don't know. I, I think I just picked it up and just like pressed it up and just called it a snatch. No shit. Okay. So you came there strong. People must've been tripping. I mean, cause I could do like, I could like strict pull-ups and stuff like that that's just been something i've done all my life right so it's not like it was like oh i can't do an air squat or i can't do a push-up like it was never like that and then and then what about 135 when was the first time do you remember the first time you did a 135 snatch uh, the first time i'm not actually yeah, I, I think I, I did that competition in Austin, the, the fittest experience. That was in January, and we had to do we had to do um, a squat snatch, two overhead squats. That was the complex, and I I PR'd at one forty, but I I I don't know if I had done one thirty five before that. I'm not sure. Maybe, but yeah, I remember one forty. And then did you ever, th this most recent video you have of you doing this uh, snatch complex at 185, was there a time in your life that, did you ever look at that and think, oh, I'll never be able to do that? Or did you, were you like, hey, that's my goal, I'm, that's coming? Yeah, um, I mean, th that was me with like, like the 155, 165 range. I was like, man, how can I ever do this? Um, but then there was a point where I ended up, uh, got hooked up with this weightlifting coach who was helping me remotely. Um, and so he really taught me a lot about angles and, you know, using your hips for power and stuff like that. Cause at the time I, my, the most I had snatched was 165. And then within like, literally, I, I think it was like a month and a half. I hit 195. So it was like a 30 pound jump. And then pretty soon after that, I hit 200. And and that is your that's your max snatch two hundred pounds, two hundred five, two hundred five. This um when I was uh we did a show with the, um the boys on Friday a podcast the CrossFit Update show and I showed them this clip of you um doing the one eighty five uh, complex, and I'm fucking dumbfounded and impressed where they went with it is, is like, Hey, how can she do this with 185 but in semifinals only snatch 195? Oh yeah. That just wasn't a, is that like good. fuck off boys? You don't know what you're talking about or is it like, yeah, you're right. I can do even more. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I, I would love to do that event again to just to get more redemption, but it's like, I mean, I don't know. I, cause at semifinals I did feel good and like everything was like fine, but I just feel so much fitter now and much more powerful. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that event at semifinals, that just wasn't a max out event. I don't think anybody, nobody, I don't think anybody really hit their max at that. Maybe some people did, but it, it was just so different. Like, you know, changing the weights and then you had to run and then do this and do that. And it just wasn't really a max out type situation. Yeah, I would have loved to hit over 200, but I just wasn't snatching good before that. So we had to play it safe just to make sure that we got numbers down. So I suspected this early on in the conversation. Now I'm like hearing it in aces. You, you, a lot of athletes who are going to the games are like pushing up against their glass ceiling. You seem like you don't even, you have no fucking clue where your glass ceiling is. You feel like you're not being pushed up. You sound like you're not being pushed up against anything. Are you, did I just hear you basically say you're fitter and in better shape now than you were at semifinals already? Oh, definitely. Like, how um, can that be? Like, I mean, there's, you know, that there's got athletes who are probably just trying to fucking maintain and you're still in this growth. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all about training age, you know, I mean, my training age is three right now. So there's just, there's just a lot of room for growth. And that's something that my coach tells me because he's, he's very, um, he, like the body can always do more than the mind and it's like whenever your body is constantly getting better, it's hard for your mind to keep up when you're doing these workouts. So it's, it's hard. You get, you get confused and you, you don't know that you can actually push it so much harder because your mind thinks that you're still back here when yeah. you've already progressed. But yeah, yeah, I'm, de I'm definitely fitter than where I had semifinals. So, um, uh, I wonder if this is why you're deriving – are you deriving so much fun and enjoyment because of your growth? I mean you're, it must be just – like every day you're – it almost sounds like you're a new person. Yeah, I mean it's it's fun. It, it's cool. It, it's just um, – it's just weird. I mean that this training lately has been it, – it's super tough. It, it's super hard. But then once you get through it, it's like, wow. Like, like some of this training literally has made me feel like a new person just, just getting through it. I'm like I, – I feel like I can – you know, throw whatever at me now. But that, that is just what I say to my coach, you know. I mean, obviously at the games, I'm going to just like, you know, I'm there to learn and just take everything in and experience it because, you know, if, if, I, if I go and fall on my face, that's totally okay. If I don't, that's also okay. But you, um, Some people maybe, you know, once a year, once every five years, they'll push into the unknown. And it's almost like you, you sound like you're pushing into the unknown regularly. Yeah. I mean, a lot New of terrain. it is, is yourself. And Say that again. Sorry. I interrupted you. Say it again. A lot of it's what? Like a lot of it's just learning yourself and knowing, knowing what to do with your body. Yeah. Are you, are you becoming addicted to it? Uh, I mean, I've always been addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and but maybe that was was that missing in your life when you were modeling? Um maybe. I don't know. I mean that that was just such a different that was that was a very different time in my life. Um I don't know. That that's I, I feel like nowadays I just try to be like super thankful because I feel like I just I just, I have such a blessed life right now. And it's like, 
I, I don't want to take anything for granted because everything is just awesome. Yeah, that's cool. What about um, uh, going to the games is a huge uh, undertaking. Will your parents go to the games, watch you at the games? They are, yeah. Um, what what about all the? It's become all. It's it's all in consuming, right? That's what you are. You're full. Are you full time training? Do you have a job? No, I'm full time training now. And uh, what does your husband say about that? What's Anton say about that? That it's kind of like you've just taken on this whole new like career and life and path. Oh, he's totally supportive of it. Um, yeah, he he's he's like, go for it, do it, don't don't hold back. Like if you're going to do it, then, then do it. So yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's super excited for me. D does he ever get jealous of your, uh, your passion? Like it's too much time for that. And he wants some of your time. Um, not, I don't think so. I mean, may, maybe like sometimes it can be hard if like, you know, know family is visiting or there's just there's events coming up though involve traveling or something like that and i have to say no and be like okay i need to stay home for this like may, maybe sometimes stuff like that but at the same time he understands it's just there's like a time for everything versus like like once we get into the off season and now that i've done one games under my belt then we can be like okay let's regroup and actually be like how like if it's like around the open, it's still okay to go and do something out, outside of like, if I need to go travel to do something real quick, you know, cause I don't have to put as much energy into certain things earlier on in the season. Cause I just have more confidence built. He, let me give sense. you some examples. So like, he's cool. Like if he's like, Hey, there's a wedding out of town next weekend, let's go. And you're like, sorry, got to train. Or you go somewhere and he's like, Hey, let's get some champagne. And you're like, Nope, sorry. I'm in training. Like he just, all the, he just accepts all those things. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he can, he can have fun no matter what. Like he, he doesn't need me to like, you know, like he'll, he'll do his thing. So, yeah. So, so he knows how to be the mate to someone who soars high. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you're lucky. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, I made a good choice. For sure. Yeah, good job. That's awesome. Um it, uh, does he ever faint is he is he is he ever um um kind of blown away by you though? Like where like, like he's like holy shit, like I didn't know. Like like all like you've been with someone for 10 years and then all of a sudden they're like I can fly. I I can fly. Like, what? <laughs> I can fly. And, um, he, he's, he's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, he, he believed in me before I believed in myself when mm. it comes to this stuff, mm. you know? So. Dude, you're, that's so awesome. Having someone who believes in you. Yeah. That's like the goal in oh. life. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah, you never hear, you don't hear people talk about that. That's like the ultimate, you need people who believe in you. You want a mom and dad that believe in you. You want siblings that yeah. believe in you. You want a mate that believes in you. That's that awesome. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's too much pressure on me. Everyone believes in me. Fuck off. How about the people who know one believes in? I'll take that pressure and run with it, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
What's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen next year? You think that there's you, you made it to the games and you think that it's going to be different um, the next year? I'm, I'm assuming you'll keep training and you'll want to go again. You think that that added you'll be as cool as the cucumbers you are now? There'll be some added pressure. Um, I don't know. I I, I want to keep um, excelling. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens this year, and then I mean, I I kind of know what I want next year. Um, I mean, we're excited because there's so many things that we know we need to work on, but it's just, we can't work on them right now because we're about to go compete in a couple weeks. But as, as far as pressure, I don't know. I mean, I, I've always kind of liked pressure, but I don't want to say that because if there is ever a point where it feels like too much, then I don't want to, you know, Um, uh, the, the coach, how, how did you have, is, is your, has your coach ever had a games athlete before? Who is your coach? I don't know who your coach is. Who's your coach? So his name is Matt, Matt Bryant. Um, he owns golden line. So he, I, I'm his first individual games athlete that he's coached solely. He's like, um, He's had mentors where he was like the assistant coach where they've um, sent games athletes and such. And, but like him by himself, I'm his first individual, but he has sent uh, several masters athletes as well. And this, this guy is a coach at, is he a coach at the gym that um, Anton signed you up to do CrossFit in? No. Uh, um, So so he's been here with me uh, to train for the games. And then he was with me to train for semifinals. Um, but before that it was remote. So him and how did, his wife kind of you... hop around right now, but him and his wife, um, what sleep around? <laughs> they hop around a little bit. Um, oh, like they'll go spend a few months somewhere and then they'll go be somewhere else. So they're, they're, they're very nomadic. Oh, so they speak, they speak your language. <laughs> a bit. And how did you find him? Who, who recommended him? Uh, one of my, one of my good friends, George, um, he actually kind of, I don't even know. He, he, he connected us and was like, oh yeah, this, this guy's coming in town. He coaches this guy, Trayvon Benton, who lives in Austin, who is a friend of mine, who's also been doing really well in a short amount of time um oh like, there yeah, it is there, there it is you said it he, he's trained someone else who's doing really well in a short amount of time uh, yeah yeah um and yeah we, we met i went and did the camp and we're like yeah let, let's do it so i i told him i was like um i'm i'm gonna go to the games this season so you can coach me and yeah <laughs> How long ago was this? This was in November. What? Tell me. Oh, Matt. Uh, uh, hi, Matt. How are you? Good. Good. Um, your camp was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. And um, I was thinking um, maybe you could be my coach. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I know it's November, and in uh, two or three months is the open, and I'm going to be going to the games. Um, does are you able to? Uh, do you want to be part of this or what? And he, uh, sure. 
fucking crazy bitch thinks she's going to the games. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I, did I say that out loud? No. Uh, yeah. Like that? I mean, he was totally on board with it. He was like, yeah, I know. Let's do it. He did? Like, really? Dude, that's yeah. bad shit. You know it's fucking... Do you, does any part of you know it's a little weird to say you're going to the games? I mean, it, it, it's, it's not realistic. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely... I mean, that's the thing, because I would definitely get some looks from people, or they would be like, you know, okay, like, she thinks she's doing this. Right. Um, but then as it got closer, and then they're like, oh, she's actually doing pretty well. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know. And then right before they're like, okay, yeah, I, I think she can do it. But it, it was definitely during that time period beforehand where people were like, are you serious? Like, no way. But in my mind, I'm like, man, these people, like, they, they don't believe me. <laughs> no, it's not. The, the odds are just so against it. Yeah. It's but. so fucking hard. Yeah, but... I don't yeah. know. It just made sense. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Um. Uh. uh Sab. Uh. Sabbath Essentials. Dollar uh, ninety nine for my Uber ride from Chicago to Madison. Thank you. I appreciate that. Congratulations on the um, on the kissing you do with the blonde girl with the flowers in her yeah. hair. Yeah. It's cool. Kissing girls is fun. Um. Uh. Ram Abby. Uh. What's your oh? That's great. Thank you, Rambler. Uh. What's your resting heart rate on your Apple Watch? I don't know. Um, I don't even know how to check that. It, this is like one of the really old ones. I just use it for a timer. It's, it's, like, that, you um, know, holy no. shit. You don't know. That's amazing. Dude, I just, she doesn't I, even know. Do you know where your shoes are right now? Do you know where your shoes are right now? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My closet's over there. And okay. I, mean, right, I have shoes everywhere right now. You have an Apple Watch, so that watch, that that watch is totally overkill for you. Well, I mean, I'll use it for like the time, and that's it. Usually, when I'm working out, I actually I'll take it off. Lately, we've been working out with, at this gym that doesn't have a lot of chalk, so I actually have to wear the sweatbands, and so I'm uh -huh. not going to wear that. Or grips, yeah, I I just take it off. It's too much. It's too bulky for me, but I do like to know the time. How are how are you going to be? Let's say there's there's a chance you're kind of new to CrossFit, but but before you were around, there was this. Before you were around, there was the games, and at the games, there was this series called the Behind the Scenes. And this um, little Armenian guy would travel around with his camera, and he would talk to the athletes like while they were back there. Uh huh. Now there's rumors that this little armenian guy a little bit older now a little grayer is going to be might be back at the games this year with his camera and be back there um like filming people and talking to people it's pretty intense right he's just everywhere how do you think you you would cope with that in that environment um that's fine so for yeah. me if, if people are talking to me about the thing that's actually happening that's totally fine what will bo what bothers me is if I'm like trying to get in the right headspace, and then people who like don't even know what CrossFit is are like asking me about like their daily whatever. They, oh, they this know. man is extremely sensitive and a great empath, from what I hear. Very sensitive okay. to 
and, and, okay. and very uh, in tune with the, uh, yeah. the environment. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured everybody there kind of knows what's going on, but. <laughs> I wonder if you'll be friends. I wonder if you'll like the boys kind of click up together. The girls, not as much. I wonder if you'll, you'll end up um, getting clicky with any of the girls there. Like, like, you know, become friends with them, have like a comrade there. Like you become like you and Alex will start becoming friends there. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, you know, be, be friends with everyone. I, I usually, I, I actually get really friendly. I feel like at competition, I, I don't talk. I'm not like a big talker. But when I'm at a competition, I start getting a little nervous. I start like being like way over the top friendly to the point where it's kind of weird. <laughs> but I, I can't help it. Like, just, You're like, a good wait, talker. Just... <laughs> huh? You're a good talker, though. You're a good talker. You talk good. Okay, cool. Even with a fucked up connection. Yeah. Uh, Luis Lemos. Look at someone gave me $50 because I'm talking to you. That's crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Do you have a Do you have a YouTube station? Nope. Um, we we've talked about it, and I just it it just seems I I don't know. I'm like I'm good with just having Instagram as my my social thing, and then YouTube. I don't want to get too. I I like to have my own kind of private life, <clears throat> you know. When for for a brand like Swolverine to jump on the band, like so for for someone like like Swolverine by the Luis Lemos, thank you by the way, that's exceedingly generous, and you always are so generous. Thank you. I hope to meet you someday. Um, the, the, for a brand to jump, well, tell me about before I say this. Tell me about the courtship with Swolverine. So they jump into your DMs and they're like, I'm just wondering how does someone know? So you talk good and you look good, right? You're you like you're a good looking human being, so I get that. But that like doesn't mean shit. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but that doesn't mean shit in in the CrossFit space. Like you got to get to the yeah. fucking games. So yeah. tell me a little bit about. I don't understand why Swolverine jumped on your bandwagon so early. Tell me about the courtship process. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I had just done like that competition, um, and I, I ended up doing pretty well I tied for second um and then they they reached out they they hopped in my dms and were just like hey you know um nice to meet you yada yada you know I'd like to I mean at first we were kind of just talking and then they're like yeah maybe we could get on a call and talk about working together and then of course I I got all excited and was like yeah yeah for sure like let's talk and then I I, I told them they, they're like what are your goals what are you doing this for and I told them what I'm all about and they were just like okay cool and yeah I mean I was just talking to Alex the whole time and we just jived really well and I thought she was cool and yeah so and and, um, do you have friends. an agent I do now yeah I, I signed with lab um, like right after semifinals signed with who lab management so is I'm, there I'm like, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, uh, I, I mostly talk with uh, Cooper Marsh and Daniel Robbins. But I'll also... Oh. Uh, 
in Coop, I know Cooper is he works with um Josh. That's how I first heard his name, Josh Bridges. You probably don't know him. He's a grandfather compared yeah. to you. Yeah. And <laughs> then um and then Daniel Brandon. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think if there was if there was someone else. And and why did you sign with them? Um, there was a couple agencies that reached out. Um, but I just I just liked the friendliness. Um, it, it just seemed like we were having kind of just like a genuine conversation. Whereas there was another agency. Um, they they were more like, hey, okay, let's hop on email. Let's look at a contract and just boom, 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 boom. Um, and it just kind of reminded me of like past agencies I'd worked with like in modeling and stuff like that was like oh it's kind of more whatever but also the other agencies seemed to work a lot more with the European athletes and I saw a lab was with like all the athletes in the states so I was like okay I I already already kind of like them so let's do it and and how long has that been um that that was right after semifinals oh wow yeah. So basically, they saw you were going to the games, and it's like we, we, this is this is promising. Yeah, and that's what that's when I would kind of expect uh, Swolverine to jump on, but for some reason they jumped on before. Oh yeah. They knew something. Yeah they they they've been playing their cards right. Do you have do you um have you are you sponsored by a coffee company? No. Um, do you, um, uh, are you sponsored by a, um, oh shit, where am I? To- oh, are you sponsored by a toast papers, toast spacer company? Um, I got their product recently and I, I, I think there might be a meeting soon. So. What do you think about their product? Oh, you probably shouldn't say until they give you money. Don't say it. Don't yeah, say you like I- it. I fucked up and to set, already said, I love it. <laughs> and they could give two shits about me now. I fucking love these things. Yeah, I mean it, it's feet stuff. I like, I like it. You like feet stuff? I I like, <laughs> I like the, you know. They're like, they're like um, when when you get them, it says in the box only wear for five minutes. I'm like, fuck you, I'm wearing these for three oh, hours. Yeah. No. <laughs> like if I could sleep in them, but if if I didn't move around and kick them off, then I would. Right. Um. Uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, Abigail Donut uh, can do at the games and the behind-the-scenes footage. Uh, she's so chill. Thanks for having her on, Sevy and company. Oh, that's you, Caleb. She was thanking you. Wow. Amazing. Yel- Yelana Jennings. Thanks, Yelana. All right. Another another $5. Isn't that crazy? I, um, uh, I'm making all sorts of money off you today. Yeah. Uh, Swolverine, we believe in her. Simple as that. Oh, come on. What are you talking about? We believe in her. Simple as that. You, you, like, get a cell that she got it. Oh, geez. Please. Part of the interview process. All right. Fine. <laughs> what do I know? I don't. Uh, uh, does the toe spacer work? I'm telling you, when I take, the, I'll wait. I'll wait. Next time we have you on, if they're your sponsor, we'll do a, um, a love in or a hate in on them. We'll see how that works. I yeah. use small. A mandarin oranges between your toes. No shit. <laughs> wow. That's how small? Like maybe grapes. Grapes, yeah. Yeah. So they, they would they would um squish. Um so you your coach says you tell your coach I'm going to the games. He says, okay. 
and you start prepping for the games and the games training. And that, um, did you, after you did the open, were you uh, happy with your results there? After the open? Yeah. I mean, I, I was kind of blown away because I, I just wasn't expecting the way the workouts to be. I thought it was just going to be kind of super simple CrossFit, whatever. I was like, okay, if I, if I crack the top 100, that'd be super cool, but I'm not going to stress about it because it doesn't matter or whatever. And then, and then, and then, uh, but you knew you'd go to quarterfinals. Yeah. And then, and then from quarterfinals, you made it semifinals. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, oh, kumquats. I have a kumquat tree. Yeah. Those are probably better. Those are like little orange. You know what those are? Those little tiny orange. They're like little oranges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then there, that was the first time you got to see yourself. That's the most pressure theoretically pressure that you've been put in in the CrossFit space, right? Now it's like do or die. You knew your season was either going to come to an end or you were going to fulfill this kind of this dream. Yeah. yeah. And how did, yeah. um, how did Abigail um, uh, Domit um, manage uh, that pressure of semifinals? Um, I mean, it, it was great. Um, yeah, th- there was definitely like a turning point in the weekend because I feel like starting out it was like, okay, this, this is okay. Like, I, I know I can do it. I know I can keep getting more points, but, um, there's just a few events where like things just, you know, they, they didn't go perfectly and that's fine. But there came a point where I was like, okay, we need to decide, like, if we're going to go, we need to like start getting, getting more points in and getting some higher scores. So you had that talk with yourself. You're like, shit, I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not performing. Like, I never thought, like, oh, it's not going to happen. I mean, I mean, maybe, like, the tiniest, tiniest thought. But it was just, like, okay, I mean, we still have four more events. Like, that's tons of time to move. So, yeah, I mean, there, there was some pressure, but it, it was good. It was good pressure. Sorry, that's me. I'm making noise over here. I want uh, Caleb, could you pull up the CrossFit Games leaderboard? Sorry. Oh, there's oh, – yeah. no, no, this is good. Oh, my – oh, emotional. You cry, you're crying. Oh yeah, I'm I'm so emotional. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Wow, and um, and w- what's um, what's uh, Anton say to you? Is he is he somewhere back there, like close, like ready to grab you? Yeah, he he was probably like twenty feet away from me. And is um, he crying too? I I'm not sure. I I think he might might have teared up a little bit. Like where you have, he still had the straight face, but like the eyes might have had like a little glisten in them. Yeah, pumped. He was proud. God damn, he must have been proud. Yeah, for sure. Do um do your mom and dad know what to expect at the games? Like, are they? It's gonna be intense for them. Yeah. So um, my my dad actually has been kind of following along for a while. Like there was a point where he was like following the games more than I was like whenever rogue invitation was happening, he was like watching it all when he was like traveling for work or whatever. And he's like messaging me about it. It's like, Oh, are you watching rogue right now? I'm like, what? you're watching that. And he was sending me stuff from CrossFit. And so he, he, he pays attention a lot. Um, he, he's probably my, my number one fan, but I mean, they're, they're both just like, I mean, they're, 
I don't know. It, it, it'll be intense for sure. I already know my mom's going to cry and all that. So. <laughs> yeah, it's super intense. What about um? Uh, what hotel are you staying at? Are you staying nearby? Well, are you staying nearby the venue? You got a good spot. Yeah, I don't remember which hotel it is. Um, do they hook you up with it? Do they hold a room for you and they're like, "Hey, stay here. It's close." And then and then you do it through CrossFit. Um. So everything was kind of getting originally we wanted an airbnb just to have like the full kitchen and everything um but then everything was booked right away so well, well we did find a hotel that did have a little kitchen in it so we we need to use that because we're going to be there for like nine days or whatever um and so we got everything booked and then eventually like um i mean my, my agency was just like oh yeah like we we can hold a room for you and all this but we, we already had everything booked and so we're like we'll just keep what we have. And we're, we, um, got a rental car anyways. So I wonder how long before you're just like, uh, Coop, um, I'm going to need, uh, two rooms this year at the games. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just like, Hey, we can hold a room for you and you can pay for it. It's like, I'm going to need two rooms at the games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, Alex, yeah, I, kn I know you sent the packages of the Swolverine supplements. I want them opened and set on my kitchenette over at the Four Seasons. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Only Evian. The glass bottles. I, you know I don't drink that BPA shit. Thank you. <laughs> God, it's going to be so fun. Yeah. Exactly. Man, you're stoked. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for coming on. I'm, I'm pumped to meet you. You're cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, you're fun. You're cool. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, and and uh, you have a you have a great support team. Out of your out of your two parents, who's the buff one? Out of your mom and dad. Um, I mean, they're 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 both really strong. I mean, my my dad's in great shape. Um, is he all he muscular is, and shit though? Is he like is he like is, does he like have no. traps? No, he he's just kind of naturally lean. He, he just he cycles. A lot. He Does he have a bike. big butt or is, or is jeans big in his it, it, can you kind of see his butt in his jeans? He cycled no. his butt off. He rode he's, his he's bike up. He's got big calves. Big calves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But I feel like my mom's like very mentally strong. And so um, your your coach's pass, Anton gets it. So my coach is gonna get it. I mean, we're we're gonna figure we're gonna figure something out. How to get it. You need Anton down there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. I okay. Do. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. You need so, to know. You have to know we'll somebody. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Cooper knows somebody. Yeah. We, we've been talking about it. So. Okay. Awesome. Um, um, if by chance uh, our paths ever cross, it'll be an honor to uh, meet you and stick a camera in your face. For sure. Awesome. All right. Uh, have have a uh, have a great evening. And um, yeah, you're a rock star. I'm excited to know you and to uh, see you progress. You're amazing, Miss Abigail Domit. Thank you so much. All right. Good night. Oh, see you later. Good night. Supermodel. If you cycle your For butt sure. off, you're not doing it right. The glutes are a major mover and propel pedal stroke. Oh. Well, thank you. Did you watch the fights last night, Caleb? No, God, Caleb, your internet is ass right now. 
Um, uh, Holly Holm has Holly. It's it's amazing how um, uh, fighters just don't have big asses. I mean, she could have a big ass, but you can just tell she doesn't train it, right? I guess they don't want yeah. to carry that extra weight. Or need that dump truck. Yeah, they don't need the dumper. What was the, what was that um, a brand that I coined the term yesterday? Dump truck hot. Oh, dump truck hotties. Dump truck hotties. Dump truck hotties. Well, Sevon has a new favorite athlete. I sh- that chick is fucking cool. Yeah, she's dope. They have to make weight, Sevy. I guess, yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'd have kept her on another 15 minutes, but I- I'm a I'm a fucking mess. Um, I have to pee so fucking bad. My eyes are turning yellow. But I'm glad I stayed on long enough for Luis Lemos to give me 50 bucks. That was crazy. What yeah, a good he's always dude. in there. He's a good dude. Yeah. Oh, the ninja choke was savage. You should go back and watch how that. Um, I'm not digging uh, donut over Danielle. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I fucking all up in Danielle's shit. I'm love Danielle, but donut is cool as shit. Yeah, Abigail's a, a Abigail. I as I get to know her better, I really want to explore with her. Just she is a freak of nature. I don't. I don't. Can't tell if she knows that or not. You think she knows, Caleb? I don't know. I feel like she's still like trying to find her confidence or something. She doesn't realize the power. Of the find her effort. confidence. I feel like her confidence is fucking through the fucking roof. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Okay. I have to pee. I can't fight with you right now. Um. Uh. Love you guys. See you guys tomorrow at seven a.m. Tomorrow show tomorrow morning is gonna be fucking amazing. Um. It's probably the only non CrossFit show we're doing all week or in two weeks or five weeks. Okay. <laughs>